0: Hi Spring fans, welcome to a beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Spring Developer Advocate, Josh Long, and this show is all about the real heroes behind Spring and its ecosystem. Hi Spring
1: fans, welcome to another installment of a beautiful podcast. How are you this fine afternoon? Uh, It's the middle of the afternoon on Thursday, the 2nd of June as I record this. I'm back in sunny San Francisco. Well, well, you know, it's sunny, but it's not nearly so sunny as beautiful Barcelona, where I was just last week uh, for the amazing Spring IO show. I love Barcelona. I love Spring I.O. As as I always like to say, it's an exa- excellent example of what's possible when the community cares. Uh, and I'm also already eager to return to Spain next month uh, for JBCN, right? Uh, and I hope to see you there as well. The show was amazing, and my time there was amazing as well. Uh, but it, I did take home a nasty number of a souvenir: a cold. You can probably hear it in my voice. Meh. I know it's not COVID. Uh, because I took more than a half dozen COVID tests in the last three weeks alone, and two—long story—but two just in the twenty-four hours before I boarded the flight, where you know, just to make sure. I—I um, I know it's not COVID, but uh, nonetheless, uh, I don't feel great, and I don't like that. Uh, I'm glad it's not COVID, too. By the way, I had COVID. This doesn't feel like COVID. This isn't COVID, but still, meh. Um, anyway, I'm home it's nice to be home if ever so briefly uh now i've got time to recover from my cold and from jet lag which uh you know to which i'm no longer immune i used to be but uh not nearly so much these days um
0: before the but before the pandemic I, I used to get on planes every now and then but now whoa, i am i wake up every day at six for the last three days it's been no fun especially considering how sick i am uh i've been you know trying to recover, trying to rest, but, you know, no rest for the wicked, they say. Uh, and that's probably true. I've been so busy working on the new Spring Tips videos, the first two episodes of which just went out this morning. So check those out, spring.io for slash video, uh, and click on the Spring Tips playlist, or just go to uh, you know, spring.io for slash blog, uh, the 2nd of June. if you know, It'll be top of page there. Uh, it's part of an ongoing series. Obviously, you, you know about Spring Tips. Spring Tips is my weekly
1: uh, look at a number of different topics in the Spring ecosystem. Usually it changes,
0: but every now and then I like to do a series. And this is one of them. This is a series, limited series, uh, but an ongoing series. Uh, I've already recorded eight episodes. Uh, there'll be nine, I think, in total. Um, most, save f- for the very last, are recorded and even most of the way fully post-produced. So I'll be releasing these at a pretty fast clip. They're all pretty much ready to go. I just
1: want to give each episode one more listen. Uh, I just uh, uh, you know, un- unlocked the first two just this morning, as I say, and... Uh, I want to catch up for the month or month and a half or whatever it's been. of of missed episodes while I've been working on this. So go ahead and get them while they're hot. Uh, This is also the very first time since the pandemic uh, where I've filmed an on-screen video for the episodes while in another country. uh, In this case, Spain, uh, uh, where I was, as you know, for the Epic Spring IO show. And it was dope. I love Spring. Like I said, I love Spring IO. I love Spring because it's community at its purest, at its most potent you know barcelona is a lovely place with lovely people and that of course brings us to today's guest sergi almar who i've known through his work as a spring trainer open source contributor and leader of the spring io show in barcelona for more than a decade i adore the guy he's he's amazing
0: he's always been good to to the spring community and it's a labor of love for him um and it's just great to see him succeed uh you know for so long and and to, to such great heights. Um, the last time we talked on this very podcast was right before what would have
1: been Spring IO 2020. Well, we all know what happened to that, right? Um, Spring IO 2020 never happened because of, uh, well, we had a virus. There's a little virus that's been going around and uh, it stalled so many grand plans, not least of which was Spring IO 2020. So to be able to return finally and experience the show and see my friends and see him and all that. Oh, what a privilege, what a pleasure. I, I, you know, it was, I, I'm so
0: glad. I'm so glad for all that. And that's all because Sergei persisted, uh, and, uh, did, you know, did amazing things in, in the face of all the obstacles. So I'm so glad we were able to record this episode after the show was a, um, uh, unqualified
1: superstar success. Um, bigger than ever and that's despite a pandemic right uh we recorded the episode after all that uh so that way we know for sure it's uh you know it happened it's been we've been there done that uh got the t-shirts so um i was glad to have this have him back on the show it's uh <laughs> it's the um it's been a long time in coming that's for sure so my friends without further ado enjoy this discussion with Sergio Lamar. Except the minimum GDPR cookies. That is the first time I've yep. I've had I, this last trip to Europe was the first time I've had the ability to make that joke in Europe since early 2020, um, right. and it's just been so fun to to have that, you know.
2: Yeah, because you can do it in the U.S., of
1: course. Well, I mean, you accept nobody gets it. Yeah, I mean, well, so in California we have some pretty strong privacy rules, kind of like those in Europe, you know. Um, but they're not as strong as the ones in Europe. But and so one of the things I love—I mean, everything was better in in Spain uh, and in Barcelona. But one thing that is better here is that I can open up a browser and not have to make a life choice about whether I want to accept cookies or not. Um, Now, of course, I want the free, I want like the ability to disable those cookies. So maybe it is better in Spain there as well. It's just less annoying here, that's all. Uh, It got really, like I I browse incognito mode just because I'm a web developer and I, I want fresh HTTP sessions and all that, not to mention security and all that. So as a result, I I end up getting asked the same question for every page, you know, like over and over again, yeah, over and over. Like you want to use Google, like, do you accept these cookies? I just, I literally just was here a second ago. Why do I have to do this again? But, uh, whatever. And then the other thing that was weird was that I was in, uh, I was in Munich, leaving Munich and, uh, you know, going from Spain to San Francisco via Munich. And they asked me when I entered Europe. And of course, last time I was there, I could say, well, I entered Europe in the UK. Then I went to Spain. And I was like, wait, wait, I don't think that works anymore. So I said, does Europe still count? And she says, no. So so as far as she was concerned, I was only in Europe since the time I entered Spain, which is very, very strange for me. Uh, uh, the UK has these fancy um passport kiosks, you know, you just go there and show your passport. You don't have to talk to anybody. Cause I hate Heathrow. It's a, you know, I love the UK, but Heathrow is a cesspool. It's, a, Airport.
2: Yeah. it's the
1: worst. It's like it's like most American airports, just garbage, you know? And so to to be able like I and always for some reason I mean it's always a, like a red eye, right? Whenever I take a flight from the US to the UK, I always seem to, to land there in the morning UK time. Um, And so I'm tired. It's early. I I just need coffee. And, you know, the last thing I want to do is like, why are you here? I don't even know. I I just want to get back to bed. Um, You know, it's that conversation. I didn't have to have that conversation. And then I went to Munich. I'm thinking, well, maybe the pandemic has made everything better uh, with respect to easily moving about the countries that I like to move about. And I thought, well, surely in Munich, I can just scan my passport. Nope, you still got to talk to. You somebody. couldn't.
2: I mean, usually we have all these kiosks in every single airport. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. if uh, it's different for EU citizens and U.S. citizens, but usually we have them everywhere.
1: Yeah, it even said USA. You know, qualified countries includes USA. Didn't work for whatever reason, which is sad. It's it's sad. It made me sad, but whatever. I mean, it was fine. Like at least I learned that the UK no longer qualifies as Europe and all that. I just, uh, it was just all very weird to me. Just very strange. The, um, what else happened, man? There was some, like, there was some other thing that I just remember thinking, gosh, that's very bizarre. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Very, very, it's just nice to be there. Ah. nice to see you we were in spain that's like i know you probably get bored of it but me you know i love spain every time i go i love it um and then you in particular you you make s- spain even more enticing uh because you run this oh, that's a, fantastic that's show a i love it. so much
2: it's not me, but uh, I mean, uh, I agree that it's a this is a fantastic place. That's uh, why I live here. Uh, yeah, could live everywhere in the world, but I just decided to stay here because I think that we, we are, uh, well, we have a really great lifestyle. Uh, we have a lot of things in, in Barcelona specifically, and I love uh, my, my country and my city, right? And hopefully yeah. you loved it as well, right? And I uh, had a lot of things to do here and I, a lot of fun.
1: We all did. Yeah, I I I, I mentioned uh and and spoke about just how grateful my uh family and i were for your generosity your endless endless generosity uh in in spain but i I just want to reiterate that was it was something else my friend to be able to get back on a plane and to see people and to be able to see you for the first time in years oh I, i i no exaggeration i had tears at some points right i couldn't believe how lucky i was um uh, it's my pleasure. I, I
2: mean, uh, that's it was the first time I uh, could spend time together, because we're, you're usually so busy, like flying in, flying out. Uh, oh. It's crazy. Your schedule is crazy, but now it it's getting be. relaxed, right? think that, it used to be, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's actually one nice thing about the pandemic is I, I, you know, we're all just taking it a little bit more easily, which is good. I think, I think, I mean, I, I have a cold, right? Um, and that's just because of the stress of being on flights and moving around and whatever. And, you know, you, you, you get that. The more you travel, the more stress you're putting on your body, the weaker immune system gets, the more vulnerable you are to whatever, you know? So, um, I can only, and nowadays, of course, being, having a weak immune system is even more problematic in the era of the pandemic, you know? Uh, So I I appreciate the chance to just be able to go there and recharge and uh, sleep normal hours and, you know, all that. So it was great to to see you. It was great to be well rested. Great to hang out. You and I have spent, I I wouldn't say that you and I have not spent a lot of time together. It's just that it's spread out across different countries every year. It's like these different countries that we meet in, not just Spain. Well, I mean, when I come to Spain for Spring IO, you are of course more busy than anybody right and myself included obviously because you're running one of the biggest and certainly one of the best shows in europe uh which which is called spring io and i think we've even talked about that you've been on the show once before um yeah hey
2: well, last time we talked in here in the show it was 2020 right uh just yeah. uh pandemic was a uh, just starting, we I, and I actually couldn't believe it, right? Uh, I was like, well, this is going to be over in a couple of months. Yeah. But that was not true. Right? <laughs> so,
1: yeah, oh, that was, so, yeah, that weird was last time. We were talking was, about, uh, hey, I can't wait to see you in a few weeks. You know, Spring I.O. is around the corner. I was pumped about it. I couldn't wait to get people to go, uh, and and I hope to see them. And And then suddenly we were all made... All of us were were made liars in our own heads, you know? We all thought it would just be, you know, how bad could it get? Uh, wow, yeah. I that was a, of that faith, was a right, uh, faint episode.
2: Yeah, I was like, well, that's gonna be over in a couple of, uh, of months, and then, well, it wasn't over. But it was like, well, um, let's try it again in October. So mm-hmm. let's keep on postponing it. And then October didn't happen. So it was uh, kind of weird. So at the end of the day, that has been like three years in the making right? almost <laughs> for this edition to happen, which uh, it's a long time. I think this is the longest I've been uh, planning uh, for an event, right? Or organizing an event. Oh my. Uh, certainly. Uh, a long time, like changing policies, you know, uh, so establishing all these COVID policies, having this 50-page uh, document of uh, COVID policies that we had to enforce at some point, which didn't happen, changing all these policies. Certainly a lot of work, right, uh, that, yeah. uh, well has been thrown away because uh we couldn't do it right but uh the work was there right so we were ready for whatever uh, happened and uh, uh, any situation that uh, could come right but uh yeah unfortunately that never happened so we had to postpone and postpone and postpone that happened to all the conferences right not only spring io uh, and it has been yeah. a tough time for conference organizers right uh, a lot of conference even uh like uh stopped doing it right uh because of the financial risk that uh, this poses. Yep. Uh, yeah, there the has been a lot of uh, like, uh, uh, yeah, problems involved in these three years, but we made it, right? Uh, um, can believe We just it. Uh, made it happen. Me neither. Me neither, to be honest, right? It's, uh, it's a wow. blessing right? Man, uh, for, believe, for all of us.
1: I can believe that if it was possible to do it, you would do it. I just can't believe it was possible because it seemed like Mother Nature herself was trying to tell conference organizers they could not have any fun, you know? Uh, it just felt yeah. so arbitrary and punitive, you know? Um, I'm glad you got through it. I, You and I talked a few times over the pandemic. You had a virtual show, but most of the time when I thought of Spain, I remember those early months in the beginning of 2020 where Spain and Italy and, uh, you know, um, before that, there was Korea and China and, you know, these countries lit up with COVID infections, you know, and you, I just remember seeing these horrifying images of of people trying to hold on to life, you know, in the hospitals and all that. And um, I also remember seeing here, you know, here in the States and New York City, people were applauding the health staff and healthcare, healthcare workers from their buildings and in uh, Italy and Spain. I remember seeing people, seeing people, sing from their balconies in recognition of each other and uh, camaraderie. You know that solidarity of like, let's go, we can do this. You know, uh, and it was just really, oh man. I mean, if your heart doesn't, you know, skip a few beats when you think about that crazy, insane moment in time, uh, and then to to have the privilege to go back to Spain to to Barcelona to see you and to see. Those balconies, you know, all those balconies I would see in the news. Wow! Yeah, man,
2: that's, that's fascinating. Right? Else. Uh, yeah. um, um We have to be uh, really grateful, right, for all the uh, people in the um, in health, right, uh, that has uh, right. helped us during these uh, these years, actually, these months and years. Uh, but yeah, it's finally uh, more or less going back to normal, more or less, because we are still in a pandemic, right? But um, yep. I couldn't believe uh, we could get back this year um was uh, like, like last December was like ah, I'm not sure what's whether this is gonna happen or not but uh what what I felt uh, during spring uh, is that everyone wanted to uh really go back uh, get together uh and, and people were just uh well there without uh, worrying about uh, the pandemic and just uh, trying to to have fun right, learn share like uh, yeah. we did uh, uh, before the pandemic, right? So we're uh, getting back to normal uh, somehow, right? In terms of uh, like getting together and spending time to, to, together because that's basically how you build trust, right? And how you, yeah. uh, I don't know, you you know everyone from Twitter and that's great, right? Sharing a lot, a lot of conversations uh, uh, online, but um, I mean, getting together in-person uh, has no, no price, right? So no we price. really need that. We really need that. And uh, I felt yeah. that at spring you. Uh, again, right? So people were just there, right? Uh, for the interaction, right? And, and the fun. And that's great to see. I, I couldn't believe that, to be honest. Yep.
1: I, 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 me too. I, I really needed this. I think I told you, I don't know if I communicated it clearly online, but something about having the privilege of being in Spain on stage in such a wonderful show with such a wonderful audience, you know, co-presenting. Oh, that energy, that energy is so, so special. There's nothing, nothing like that. And when you're doing Zoom, as you know, as we, as both of us know, as people who present all the time, there's something so special about having a live audience that you just can't quite approximate with a Zoom call. And I appreciate you, Zoom. You know, you got us through the pandemic, so I'm not trying to take that away from them. But but nonetheless, I, I did miss that live feedback, that kinetic energy and also that I don't normally get stage fright, you know, but you I can I can still get it. If I have a scary enough stage, I'll never get stage fright on a Zoom call. You know, it's just I can't even see the people. What's to be scared of? You're just talking to the voice box, you know. Um, so having yeah. the ability to go to your show was something else.
2: Yeah, and not only for speakers when they are talking right on Zoom, but also from an organizing point of view. When I did the uh, what we called the Spring IO Bridge, which was the online edition of Spring IO in 2020, after um, you know the, the the day right of uh, Spring IO Bridge, I felt so empty. Right? So yep. I felt this emptiness in, in me because you spend so much time, right, organizing the even if this is an online event, you spend a lot of time organizing it, right? That you spend so yeah. much time in it, and then you all of a sudden you close the Zoom session, and it's over. It's done. It's over. Right? And, I mean, no you, you selfies. Don't have no, yeah, interaction. Go uh, uh, for so, some drinks, right? with friends, uh, exchanging these great yeah. conversations. It's like, I really missed that. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that in 2021 again, because that's not what Spring IO is all about, right? So let's get right. back to uh, in-person. I, I was really eager to go back, to get back to the in-person event. So again, right, um, for me, organizing online events, it's, it's good. It was uh, good to have a, a solution during the pandemic, but uh, yep. that's not ideal. That's not what Spring IO is all about. And uh, I could see it, right, that this year when we uh, came back, um, everyone was like with full of energy, like really good vibes and uh, really willing to uh, interact with each other.
1: I think people are social animals, right? Is that fair? And and it's because we're social animals that we care enough to stay home. You know, like we don't want to hurt each other because we're social. So we stay home. But at some point, you know, at some point we say, what, you know, I value these people because I enjoy being part of that camaraderie, that community. And therefore, I will do what I can to preserve them. But if if in preserving them we destroy that community and that camaraderie, then you know it's I don't know. It's like a at what point is the cost too high? So I I, I think we have to do more to avoid risks, obviously you know, you don't want to, we shouldn't play fast and loose with COVID. It's, it's still a virus. It's still, it can yeah. hurt a lot of people, but you did a great job. You, you found a way to make a show accessible to people who wanted to, uh, you know, be safe and, and enjoy themselves, but also still be in the same physical space, you know, um, yeah.
0: We so can't
2: forget that we're still in the in the pandemic, right? That uh, we have to take yeah. that into account, and and you and me have been really careful uh, wearing masks most of the time, right? And uh, yeah. um, I think that we're all adults and we know what. Uh, What do we have to do, right? Uh, And of course, uh, masks are not mandatory anymore, uh, but you have to take care of yourself, right? And uh, I'm really glad that uh, we had the speaker's dinner. Uh, Nothing happened. We were more than 50 people before the conference. Um, uh, And if you think about it, right, the speaker's dinner for me is always the single point of failure, right? You get food poisoning the conference is over. You get COVID, the conference is over, right? So we got, uh, all of us got tested before going for the dinner, right? So we're sure we uh, could create a safe environment in, in that dinner. And as of today, I haven't heard of anyone either right, getting uh, COVID, right, uh, from the speakers. At least, or from anyone else, but um, I'm really glad that we uh, managed to have this kind of safe environment. Right, uh, but still enjoy ourselves and get back to what we had—the social uh, interaction. But uh, yeah, I think that we have to live with it, and we have to know what to do uh, in yeah each each situation. And that's that's on us, right? So We have to take care of ourselves at the first.
1: Absolutely. How did um, I, so? Okay you talked about the speaker's Jenna, but what precautions did you find were new with respect to this year's e- event and with respect to the covid pandemic that weren't there yeah, before the, the,
2: this has evolved quite a lot right because the restrictions uh, have been uh, relaxed right throughout this uh, this uh, these months and then these, these years. But we had everything ready for uh, yeah, all the restrictions that we should should have applied, right? So uh, starting from, I don't know, uh, taking the temperature right, uh, and uh, enforcing masks and hand sanitizers. And of course, all this uh, has been relaxed. Uh, so we didn't right have to do it because, well, the uh, yeah, the administration didn't um, Required. Yeah, we have been following all the recommendations uh, all the time. So, well, basically, we uh, just recommended or strongly recommended masks at the conference, and of course, right. um, Yeah, everyone is free to use or Mm -hmm. not use uh, masks. Then we had uh, hand sanitizers, right, and. we uh, that w- one good thing that we have at Spring.io is that um, it's in May and in Barcelona uh, and it's sunny Warm, right? and usually yeah. we have good weather and that means that you can take food from the conference and then go outside right in outdoors. When uh, if you want to take out your mask, right? You don't have to um, be indoors with a lot of people. You can just go out, enjoy the sun, uh, be outdoors, right, and uh, and eat, right. And that's one uh, really cool thing that we have at the, at the Absolutely. spring, uh, yeah,
1: right.
2: That uh, will mitigate the risks as well, right, uh, of being with uh, a lot of people.
1: I, and and by the way, being outside is in of itself a destination there because you have it at the Palacio de Congreso, right? The this beautiful you, know, you have this conference center right next to those these fountains. what is that place called the fountains The
2: yeah uh those are called uh well that place is called munchwick and we have really nice fountains where they play at this uh color show beautiful uh, call it that the magic fountain it's 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 a nice location right next to the airport as well you basically take the bus or the taxi and you're in 15 20 minutes you are there uh in in the city, right? Uh, enjoying right all the uh, attractions, which is a really, really cool location. It's it's a magic location uh, for, for me and for a lot of the attendees.
1: What got me was that that location is it really like I saw tourist buses stopping yeah. near where we were at the conference because you just walk out the door, eat your sandwich, and hold your you, know, you have your drink. And there, there, you're just in this most beautiful thing. There's huge throng throngs of of people just queuing to take photos. It was just amazing. Oh, what a what a sight, man! That is a great show. Um, it was also a big show for Spring. Obviously, uh, the Spring team is, you know, we, we we I think I don't think I'm speaking out of turn to say that we think of Spring I/O as sort of our unofficial Spring I Spring One Europe. You know, um, it's just such a well done show and. We try to, to be there as much as possible. And it gives us a good halfway mark between spring one, uh, you know, it's, uh, and, and, and and the next year. Um, and so it's just a great place for us to preview a lot of big things, right? So this show came just a few days after Spring Boot 2.7, just a few days after Spring for GraphQL 1.0, uh, just That's a few right. days, uh, you know, after Spring Framework. Uh, was updated i mean just all this cool stuff happens right on or around uh spring IO. you know really it's cool really um, show.
2: we we have to feel like two really good shows right and they are separated at all they, they happen every six months more or less right so yeah. we have time uh to get all the goodies of all these six months and uh, and different continents uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, right? uh, That's 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 so good, so good. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, it's if a coincidence that we got like Spring Boot Seven the, the week before yeah. and GraphQL the week before. I it think we call it the great. conference. driven development, I, I think. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> so good. But yeah, it's it's great it's great to have all these uh, goodies at the conference. I'm uh, really um, yeah thankful right for all the Spring team to to come join and uh, show all the uh, community right uh, everything which is new and has been uh, baking throughout the the pandemic because at the end of the day we didn't have the chance to go to any conference oh. during couple of years to show what's go what was going on right and that was the right opportunity to say hey community here's what we've been baking right These couple of years these are all the goodies we're getting ready for the next decade right and uh, this is what spring with uh three is all about what a uh, spring framework six is going to be about so get ready yeah. for another decade right of uh spring right and uh, and, and new stuff and cool stuff and, and that's what yeah. we're is about spring that it has been adopting and um innovating right uh, throughout all these years right because spring is not uh, something new right And it's hard to maintain the user base Maintain backwards compatibility, but still innovate and be the lead in in that space. So uh, we have to be all grateful right for what the spring has done and and thankful to the spring team because uh, everyone is doing a really, really great uh, job uh, to 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 keep Java right and and the JVM right alive and and innovating every day.
1: I'm a huge fan. I think they're doing great stuff. I mean, but again, it it goes it goes both ways, right? the The community is the reason for the season, right? Uh, like Absolutely. in this, in that season, of course, in this case, is spring. Like there is just without people like you, without amazing. There's so I mean, there's a lot of people from the spring team. But one of the things that people don't realize is just to you just mentioned there was 50 speakers, a small fraction of which were people from the spring team directly. A lot of that was just community people from different ecosystem vendors and partners, and also just individual contributors, just people who wanted to tell a good story, and they did a great job. You know, I was. I just love that man that's actually kind of your story isn't it you were you know what what is your story i i've always thought of you as just this like really amazing member of the community you know
2: yeah i mean i've been using spring since 2005 so i started in, in one to two uh, and um yeah i thought that would, well spring was uh, a really cool thing back in the days and i think that i really made a uh, a good bet right? back yeah. in the days, uh, which uh, paid off. Um, but yeah, right. I was using a Spring. Uh, I was also running a Java user group, which uh, was huge, covering all the Spanish-speaking countries. And then I was also delivering the uh, Spring trainings for a Spring Source back in the day. Right. So it was really easy yeah, yeah. for me to, to put everything together. I had a community. I knew all the Spring team. So I was like, why not put everything together? And again, uh, we have so many different ways to contribute and uh, mm-hmm. the community is great. And if you, think, if, if you take a look at the Spring Boot contributors, there are a lot. Of them, right? Yeah, uh, that's so that awesome. What's the number, right? But uh, this is just thousands. one way to contribute. You don't have to contribute to the framework itself, but you can just go to Stack Overflow, uh, answer questions, and engage with the community. You can also organize events, right? Uh, this doesn't have to be uh, like a, a conference like a spring, one, a spring IO or Spring One, but uh, you can do like uh, like small meetups, right? And uh, share your knowledge. Yeah. So, uh, again, right, uh, one of the great successes of a Spring has been the community since the early days. I, I always uh say that the spring has been uh built from from the ground up right so uh, we had a great community contributing and this has um uh, led to the great success of a spring and again I, we have so many different forms right to contribute that this is mine right uh, which is like uh building this event so we can right. all get together say share experiences and get excited about uh, what's coming
1: i yeah couldn't agree more i mean and by the way what you do is pretty exceptional Uh, and so I just want to reiterate what you just said which is most people don't need to do that like if you just started a local Java user group in your local area and help or if you just spoke at your local Java user group about spring you know that that helps right that's good it doesn't have to be huge like you said it could be documentation it could be answering questions it could be just whatever I mean it just and people do right I mean you you as much as anybody uh no I do something called this week in spring and it's just been going on for, you know, 11 years now. Every Tuesday, there's a huge list of stuff people are doing in the community.
2: Yes, I still can't believe you're so constant with that, right? Uh, <laughs> but I
1: mean, it's a community, right? Like, as soon as there's nothing to write about, I won't write about it, you know? Like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, but you haven't I'm missed not... a week, right, in those 11
1: years. I know, because soon. the community hasn't either, you know? That's what's so crazy about it. Uh, yeah. If I if I woke if I sat down on Tuesday and I started writing and there was just nothing to talk about then you know I guess I'll just have to stop I guess but like it's just it's just amazing and you've written a lot of stuff you've done you know, you're one of those people that just does a lot of everything you're also a trainer right like that's a, a you know yeah um, I look forward to reading your stuff because you you come at it from a perspective of knowing what people are struggling with because you've met them in the classrooms uh, and also understanding the technology very deeply from decades of experience and efficiency and expertise. Um, Yeah. So I
2: I really love uh, training people. I actually spend half of my time doing trainings and half of my time doing development more or less. And I started back in, uh, one of
1: the biggest conferences in Europe, you know, just in those extra (laughs) in the other 40 hours that you got in a week, you know,
2: uh, that, that's right but uh, i i really love right meeting people uh knowing what they're doing how they're using it and so on uh and again it's all about uh this interaction with people right um i usually try to get this uh um in person well not anymore but uh, at least the instructor-led training so you have uh this interaction with uh someone right and you can ask and you can uh, get a lot of knowledge right from from the other people so i really right. love that right but but also oh, yeah. right i Love to get my hands dirty, right? Which is why uh, I, I'm i uh, developing right on the other fifty uh, percent of my time as well, right? Because um, I can then uh, show what I do right on my daily uh, basis, right? That to everyone,
1: you you, you walk the talk, you know. That's and when you say getting your hands dirty, that's a uh, an English expression that means that you are willing to try something instead of just taking it as a given, right? You want, you're willing to do the work to actually try something out. It doesn't mean in this context, right? PHP code. It's, it's different. (laughs) That is a very different kind of dirty. Yeah. But
2: we could use the same expression in that context, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Context matters. Uh, that's amazing. My friend, I, uh, uh, I, I don't know how you get it all done in one week, but it, it shows. And then, and then you were lovely. You were just more than lovely uh, in inviting my family and me uh, to your 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 own little what's the right word, palace mansion. I don't know this this amazing uh, oasis that you have managed to to uh, to build for yourself. And I ah, thank you so much for that. You you invite us to this amazing conference in this amazing amazing city. And then I when I think I cannot. Be any luckier, uh, you show us just the most wonderful time and food and everything. And it was just, yeah, I, I just want people to know. I'm a big fan. I'm a big surgery fan. This is like, uh, it's very rare. It's very rare that I get a, I get a chance to to uh, know somebody for as long. By the way, you sent me some photos from Spring IO in Madrid from right. a decade ago. 2012.
2: Yeah, 2012. I used,
1: you've yeah. Got, You've got to send me photos of both of us. You sent me just photos of myself. Is there anything where we did a, a, a photo You know together?
2: what? The, you know what? The guy that was taking the pictures was me, so that's why I'm not in the picture. Uh, yeah. I'm, do you have I'm any photos away. of
1: yourself and me, and I'll just put them together?
2: Um, I can yeah look for for them. I do have a picture time. from you and me in 2013. I think it was um, Java Days okay that? yeah in bulgaria yeah yeah in bulgaria yeah show. yeah i think it was uh like 2013 already yeah yeah,
1: yeah. but yeah uh, you've uh, been
2: uh, part of part of a spring IO since the early days uh and i was uh, talking to jürgen one day it's like hey i i don't know why you came to the first editions of a spring IEO, right so the first editions yeah. of a spring IO were at the university in madrid in the outskirts of the city right so you had to just go far away with nothing right. around right um it it's nothing compared to what we have today, right? But um, no, but yeah. you're right in the
1: middle of Barcelona, next right. to this gorgeous. I mean, I oh, so beautiful those magic fountains that are just eye-wateringly beautiful. Right. Yeah, it's not the same, not the same at all.
2: But not 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 in the early days, right? But but you did come, right? Uh, you you were really uh yeah uh, friendly to me and say, hey, I don't even know you probably, right? But yeah. I'm going to come, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that was, that was uh, that, easy. That, that, that was
2: great. That was great that was great
1: yeah but well yeah, thanks yeah, for, the, just-
2: for that and to be there since the, the early days of spring io you know, and making it a success because everyone loves you right and if you go if I go through the the reviews <laughs> spring, and the, which is fine and i love spring and, and, and too feedback, it's like hey this guy is awesome right and even because you know there are a lot of new uh people in the community that, that has joined spring io and uh probably yeah. they might have seen you, but uh, um, they're new to it, and, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, this guy is so amazing, right? Uh, yeah, he's coding right. so fast. I don't know how he's doing it, right? And he has wow. so much energy, and everyone loves you. <laughs> and again, I, I don't know how or where you you take this energy from. Probably from from coffee, right? Uh, from spring, or, uh, man. Know. It's awesome. Yeah,
1: I, I I'm drunk on power, you know the and sangria. There's that too, but also the power, well. you know the 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 proficiency yeah. of getting something done without thinking too hard about it it's just oh, perfect chef's kiss you know it's absolutely delicious <laughs> yeah i don't know that that show i i that show was great because we did uh this time uh i was part of three different talks and i definitely got a lot of energy from the audience and i suppose that must have always been true but given that it's been so very long since i've been in front of an audience it felt very different this time. And I'm not sure if that's because this time and this time alone, I was drawing energy from the audience or if it was just because I've always drawn it and I just didn't have it. And therefore it's, uh, it's different. I don't know either way. Wow. Gosh, you know, uh, that, that's where you get the energy from is that, that, that feedback loop, you know? Um,
2: yeah, yeah. I could feel yeah. that as well in the audience, right? Uh, a lot of energy and, and good vibes uh, yeah. more than ever, right? And I'm impressed because uh, the community you see is growing and uh, it's, cool. it's, it's it's never ending, right? It's like so many years and uh, I constantly see like more and more energy in, in this community. So It's so, so good to, to see.
1: Well, so what, I, what, always, what always gets me, I, I'm going to just be brutally honest with the listener here. Uh, that show was great, but a lot of it, like the keynote, for example, a lot of the big pieces, you know for that kind of stuff, it comes together in like the weeks, maybe even days before the show, you know. Um, and so the fact that it you've got all these amazing people that are really working hard to pull this together. Uh, <laughs> I just it's just really amazing. you know, the energy of like flying by the seat of your pants and knowing that you're just trying to like the 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 spring team actually got something working you know that they weren't planning on having working that early for this demo yeah. on the stage right uh we had a person that was going to be the keynote uh our friend tiffany who unfortunately couldn't join us because she caught covid right and um you know the, so we had this substitute in uh cora e brookley who's just as awesome you know uh, uh, it was uh, amazing yeah i mean all these things happened and then at the very last minute i uh I was hoping to get some help with some gags for the keynote as well. And, you know, that your team and you were just lovely about accommodating that nonsense. And I appreciate it. I mean, just all this stuff, all this stuff. My God, you know, that was also that, there's a lot of energy there, there's a lot of energy of knowing that you've got to get it right. You've got to get it right. You not you've got one shot, you know. That's the M&M I mean,
2: I, I don't know, I don't know why, but uh, these kind of events is is where you get the, the feedback, right? And especially for yeah. the spring team, I think that uh, yeah, everyone, because uh, uh, you can talk to everyone, right? You can talk mm-hmm. to to you in person, or to Jurgen, to Stefan, to Brian, to, to all the spring team, right? Which is amazing, and um, that's where people are willing to provide feedback, right? Uh, and all yep. the sessions are also a great way to uh, provide feedback, and I think that feedback is. Uh, the most important thing, right? because you're getting directly feedback from the community, right? what they want to see right yeah, what how they want to shape the uh, spring for the for the future, right? and that's uh, and valuable right for for the spring team, I would say, and for the community itself, because uh, we Huge. have. Community, right, a chance, right, to shape the future of the spring, right? To so, uh, at least say what we want, what we expect uh, from a spring, and I know that the spring, the spring team, uh, gets this feedback as a really good opportunity, right, uh, to uh, evolve the the framework.
1: Well, oh, that's a good point. So I like just today, or sorry, yesterday, Tuesday, I was talking to Jurgen um, about something. It doesn't. I'll talk about later if it comes to fruition. But basically. It's just a random idea and here we are basically six months away from spring framework six you know really close at this point right and all you know there's still a possibility of making a change right there's still this inclination to accommodate feedback that i'd gotten from somebody else in the community you know and it's just uh, and i've had countless conversations with uh, different engineers on the spring team and said what about x y and z and usually that's just coming from people in the community i say okay this person or that person this customer that customer had this idea and that, and the fact that you know you can get all of that you can get so much of that good feedback in one conference in just a couple of days it is so magical to us we we on the spring team love that about our community they have all these great ideas 99 of the good stuff you know is a refinement on ideas we get from feedback out there at amazing shows like this and those shows Minute for minute, you know, hour per hour, you just get more good stuff uh, in one show, you know, than, it, than, than you can get on a slow trickle through Twitter or Zoom or right. whatever, right. you know, They're just amazing.
2: I think that um, uh, one of the good things about this community is that we have uh, people that has been there for a long time, right? And they, they know yeah. what they they are talking about and what they want to see right uh, and but at the same time it's really welcoming to new people right and uh we, we can see that also uh, yeah. yeah at the event that we have new people but also like uh, old timers right uh, yeah. these people that never miss the event right uh, they have been there since the very beginning year after year right uh, so it's uh, it's good to have uh, all these different type of uh, like backgrounds and audiences and uh, members in the community uh, and still seeing it uh, growing it's it's never dying it's it's like never. again right uh, like uh, all these years like 18 years right? it's a lot a lot of time and uh, we need different generations on yeah. over 20 years of course right and uh, we're seeing it the, the the, the generations are renewing, right? And new people are coming on board, right? Uh, but still old people are staying, uh, they're not leaving. So they are contributing uh, in, in different ways. So it's just uh, amazing and so, so good to see.
1: I think that's a great point because by the way, first thing, you, you, just, you said this and I just want to, resta- I want to reiterate. Yes. Another thing that I loved about the show and I just, that, that was like, it was the first time I got to see a lot of these people since the pandemic. Right. Like, I am a big fan of those people you mentioned, Juergen and Brian and Stefan and Olga and Oliver and all these just all these amazing people that I, I, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the spring team and I still, I get goosebumps when I see these people. They just, they inspire me, you know, and your show brought them together so I could see them and give them a socially distant hug, you know, that's the first thing. The, um, The second thing is you talk about older generations and I think. Again, because the community provides such fertile ground for new ideas, for new directions, you know, I think it's still a very interesting place to be, this Spring community. But, you know, these are very smart people. If that ever changed, they would just go somewhere else. You know, there's no reason for them to be bored. They could do anything. Uh, (laughs) And again, that's a huge reason why we love the community is it just it's endlessly interesting
2: yeah, we need new new generations right uh, uh, they have different ways to think right uh, it's like if you think about social networks right uh, social, social networks that you and i can, well maybe you use more than me but uh, for instance i don't understand tiktok right <laughs> uh so these things that uh, the new generations are using well it's not what uh, uh Probably I would like to use, or I'm used to to it, right? Uh, but uh, certainly, right? New generations are different, and they think differently. Uh, but yep. the good thing about uh, Spring is that we see all these generations comes together, right? Uh, converging and converging. Uh, so that's I mean, it's so awesome to to see, right? A lot of frameworks have gone away, right? Because they have right. haven't evolved, right, uh, through the times. But uh, that's different. It's different in 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 Spring. That's something magical because. Um, maintaining or keeping a framework for so many years and being still the lead it's it's um so unique. amazing did so you unique.
1: do you use discord
2: um i've used discord uh in spring your bridge so that's a really good it, that's really good for for communities so yeah i
1: i used that I, I i had no experience with it before the pandemic during which time uh my partner and i and i suppose Many others as well, but I don't know that they would ever admit it. Became more avid video gamers, right? And uh, right. so, so this Discord thing—I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't understand the kids and their and their 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 music. I don't know. It may, none of it makes any sense. But um, Discord's pretty okay, right? That's not so terrible. I, I tried TikTok during the pandemic. My partner and my daughter—they would perform. The TikTok dances, you know, it was great. Like, because they're, you know, uh, like they're bored. There's nothing else to do. So, <laughs> like, yeah. and I just yeah. sit there and I'm like, well, okay, look to the left, look to the right. No, no, you put your arm up, you know, that kind of thing. Like, it was, I don't know. And I, don't, I, I don't purport to understand it. I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, I but, love the, but but you have a, a teenager,
2: know. right? You have a teenager, yeah. right? I have a, uh, a shirt. So again, right? So that's another generation, and they're used to all these uh, new uh-huh. social networks and different ways to think. Because uh, uh, certainly, I, I don't understand it. I can do it, but uh, I don't understand it myself.
1: Yeah, there, I have a social Sherpa, somebody to show me the ropes. You know, um, it's uh, it's not everybody that has that, and uh, oh, you know, I don't know. You're not missing much. Let me put it that way. But there is some fun there. There's some interesting things.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, uh, what I'm just saying is that uh, yeah, having all this generation uh, conversion coming together is uh, really, really unique. And I really love that from the community because I see this, right, uh, keeping up right uh, for the next decade, as mentioned, right, as we now have uh, yeah, all these new releases and new versions of Spring and Spring. But...
1: I've told this story before, <laughs> but I, I just think it's fun. Uh, Rod Johnson is the creator of Spring. You know that. I know that um, he was the first creator. Obviously, there have been many since, including the aforementioned Jurgen Holler. Um, so, Rod, I, you know, we had just released Spring Boot. Rod's a friend, and so I had been telling him, "Hey, Rod, uh, I know you're busy, but I want to show you this Spring Boot thing. Let's get together. We'll have some wine, and we'll talk about it. You know, I'll show you. I'll give you a demo, and you'll just to see what you think." And, you know, this we actually got together and I didn't get a chance to show it to him a couple of times. So finally, he, he, you know, and he used to travel and I used to travel before the virus anyway. And um, so finally, we're both in San Francisco at the same time. He says, hey, are you free? And I said, yes. And he says, come over. I've got to, you know, show me that uh, that spring boot demo. And I, I, I showed it to him and he loved it. I mean, of course he did. Right because it basically refines the existing spring triangle. You know, the one, right? The, you did the training a million times, right? Portable service abstractions, dependency injection, and, and aspect-oriented programming. It adds a new point to the, to the polygon, right? Which is auto-configuration. That auto-configuration, along with those three other things, gets you the spring square. I don't know, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a new dimension that somehow is also firmly and solidly, you know, in the same vein and the same style of what was there before. So he loved it. Big fan. So, so, so he said, Hey, could you get me a ticket to spring one that year? And I, and I fell over. I mean, I just like, he's Rod Johnson, you know, oh. come on. Like he could walk in and, you know, yeah. they, they literally roll out a red carpet for him. You know, it's uh, not a big deal. So anyway, got him a ticket. Fast forward. I asked him if he'd do the introduction to a talk that I was doing, right with uh, Dr. David Sire, mm-hmm. and you know he was very generous. He agreed. It was the we're going to do the 101 for Spring Cloud at Spring One, and I uh, asked Rod if he'd come in and do the do the um, introduction, and it was going to be a surprise. Nobody knew he was going to be there. I told the other Spring team members, and so you know if you saw the auditorium for that presentation that day. There's a bunch of other spring team members, because remember, by this point, he had left the spring team years ago, and he hadn't been to a spring one in five years. This was five years since he had been been to a spring one. So, So there was a bunch of spring team members sitting on the floor and in the chairs and all that, waiting to see, quote unquote, me and Dr. Sire speak. But they also knew what was up. They knew Rod was coming. Right. And so, so I'm in, but, but remember, we're going to talk about Spring Boot, right? Rod left in 2012 before Spring Boot was created, when it was just Spring Framework. And Spring Framework was white hot, but I dare say Spring Boot built upon that and got even further, right? Went even further. And so Dr. Sire and I talked for a minute, and then I said something like, I want to invite somebody who needs no introduction. To the front, of, you know, to the, to the stage to tell us about how Spring is new and different, and yet very much the same. You know, just to connect the two generations. You know, and I said, I want to invite some. I want to invite a person who needs no introduction. Well, then it occurred to me. You know, maybe he did. Maybe like I, there's a lot of people that came because of Spring Boot. They'd never heard of Spring Framework. You know, it's a new generation but we all cared about the same thing. At the end of the day, we we're all benefiting from basically the same chunks of code. It's just that there's this new thing on top of that old older thing. And uh, we we're all converging on that. New generations and old, you know? And yeah, I don't know, That's uh, I, I really I think about that a lot. You're absolutely right, there's a whole new generation that knows Spring and loves it, but it's just not the same Spring as you and I loved when we first got into it, you know?
2: Yeah. Um... And uh, in, in, in the official trainings, we, we have a picture, or actually a couple of pictures of, of Rod, right? And I always yeah. ask, do you know who this guy is, right? And everyone is like, no, we don't, right? Uh, and again, that's a new generation, which uh, wow. hasn't gone through the <laughs> And uh, it's, wow. it's I don't know, it's it's puzzling to me, it's surprising to me, right? But um, I always go through the history, a little bit of history of a spring, which I think that is yeah. good to know where, where we're coming from. right? And this is not, and, <laughs> and actually one of the, <laughs> The things that are I'm amazed is that um, at the conference, right the spring Iop yeah. We have volunteers from the university right and they are yeah. uh, being taught spring i actually do some lectures on spring right and that's right. how they get to know me and then they come to the conference and after the conference every single year they come back to me and they are like hey Sergi, uh yeah that's that's been great because uh we thought that this was something that uh, we had at the university and no one uh, was using but now we see that everyone is using Right, So certainly, new generations, right? They are not aware of what's going on, right? Uh, so it's it's so funny to to hear that' it's like uh, we, we thought that no one was using that. Uh, then we were just uh, using it uh, for our uh, like a small projects at the university, right? And I was like, oh well, my God. but yeah, uh, we have to to teach <laughs> every generation, of course.
1: Every generation yeah, I mean, and actually, I don't even care if they know the old stuff, you know, just as long as yeah. they're getting to production. You know, I, they don't need to know the history, but it's just really nice to, you know, be there if when they discover it. You know, it's it's just a pleasant moment. Speaking of um, um, volunteers doing amazing things, wh- tell me more. Can you tell me about Alf again? Alf.io. Oh well, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Um, there's a. What,
1: what is that? That was awesome.
2: So. um I've been using different ticketing systems for Spring uh, uh, IO uh, in the past, right? But uh, there was uh, one guy that came to me uh, back maybe in 2015 uh, from the audience. I was like, hey, um, I'm building this ticketing system here. Uh, could you please check that out? I was like, okay, I can check that out. And it turned out to be an open source framework, which is built on Spring and a Spring Boot, right? Uh, I checked it out. It would look like really amazing, right? And um, I started using it uh, like three years or actually three editions ago, right? And it turned to be the best thing I've done right at the conference right and it's good because it's open source you are in full control over your data, right? Uh, you can own it. And it's built on a Spring and Spring boot. So you can just go through the code and I can also contribute to anything. So there's right. this uh, really amazing guy, uh, Celestino, uh, which is uh, joining me during the data conference and taking care of the, all the registration. And uh, yeah, we have a really nice relationship. Uh, and if I need anything uh, for Spring IO, uh, he's really willing to introduce that into into the, the the project, right? So if you really want to contribute to, an open source project uh, which is a spring and a spring boot based that's a really uh, uh good one right i uh, really willing to contributions i do contribute uh, from time to time when yeah. i when i have time but um it's always good to have these uh open source projects that are really yes, useful used by a lot of people it's not the framework itself but it's a project which is fully using right uh, the goodies of a spring and, and, and a spring Boot. so it alf.io. is so cool yeah, yeah. Um, and so we make sure wow. that uh, we support that. We also sponsor that, right? Because we think that this is um, an amazing, right? A uh, project.
1: That's, I mean, that's just another example of the community just helping each other. Oh, I just love that. That is so cool. I was, I was blown away. I just wondered. So, ticketing, when you, take, when you say ticketing, is it everything from like selling tickets to scanning tickets to? What is it in it's it's correct.
2: It's, it's actually, uh, since the very beginning, we, we sell tickets through, through, that, um, through that system. But uh, on the day of the conference, we have a, a bunch of printers and scanners. So when you come with your ticket, we scan your QR, and automatically that prints the um, your, your, your batch, right? And uh, you get your batch printed. And sponsors can also uh, scan the, the, the badges themselves, right? So when you go to a sponsor and they want to get your data, they can simply scan your, your batch. So it's basically doing all this nice work, right? Uh, starting from ticketing, then uh, uh, patches, and also helping sponsors get all the data from from the identities ad- wow. that it they're that interacting too? with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah.
1: cool! That is so, so cool, and it's used it at is. a real conference, people. So you know, it works. Like if it can oh, scale yeah. with Spring I/O, it can scale. You know, a, a lot
2: you know. of conferences. And do, do you know what? Uh, I have feedback for every single session. Do you know which session has been the high the the, the, the the most rated or the high, highest rated it's Dev- registration. Cool. Right? So I have feedback form for all the sessions and it happens that registration is one of them and everyone is like, hey, uh, the registration is so smooth and uh, there were yep. no lines and so on and uh, yeah, other conferences like DevOps are using the same system as well, right? And uh, wow. a lot of uh, DevOps days so it's uh, it, it, it has been powering a lot of conferences, a lot of tech
1: conferences. That's yeah. so great. I, that is, um, I, you know, i know you have a bunch of these like conference or organizer hacks that make things better but that was one i you know i hadn't seen before really really cool what is your big thing what's the next thing you're working on my friend
2: Well, you know what, uh, next year is going to be a really special year for me. That's going to be the 10th edition, not the 10th year, because we started in 2010. I skipped two years and then the pandemic took me two years away as well, but that's going to be the 10th edition. And that's going to be, uh really magical for me and for everyone, uh, uh, hopefully, right? Uh, so yeah. I'm planning a big show. And of course, just because this is going to be a special edition for me, probably I need to plan it ahead, right? Uh, and I need to start right, uh, thinking of uh, what to do right, uh, for that uh, big, big, big edition.
1: Well, but before if that, you need somebody to what? help with that, you know who to call. Oh.
2: Of course, of course. Right? Uh, I'll count on you and uh, yeah, all the others. Uh, in the spring team as well. That is so and before cool. that, we have a spring, a spring one in December, right? Uh, and I think that you came to yeah. my city. I have to come to your city now.
1: Yes, yes? you again. Yes. Come back. We need you. We miss you. Uh, I, I was, I, I was noticing. First of all, we're having a really bad wave of COVID here, right? Like yeah. crazy bad. Um, but also, we take the so there's way more people wearing masks here. Today, you know, I walked around first time back in three weeks. Uh, So hopefully, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, as as somebody explained it to me, in the UK, basically everybody got COVID over the winter. And so now everybody's got mm, some sort of immunity. And so they're just acting like there's no more COVID because everybody got sick already. 85%, something like that. And whereas here, we, we took a lot of precautions to make sure people didn't go outside, and get sick and die, you know, um, and, and we stayed inside, we wore our masks, washed our hands, did that like crazy, you know, really, really good participation. And, uh, and then we all got vaccinated. We're a very, very vaccinated city, you know, not a very vaccinated country, but San Francisco is very, very highly vaccinated. And and so we did everything we thought we should do. So there's not a lot of people that got it here. A lot, not a lot of people got COVID here. But now, you know, it's been two and a half years, and there's Omicron and Omicron evades the defenses that your vaccine offers for infection. It's still very good for, you know, respond robust response for uh, severe disease and all that. But it, basically a lot of people are getting COVID right now because I think people have just kind of the, the the restrictions around masks and all that have dropped and people are just tired of it, you know? Um, And so it seems like, I don't know what's happening. I think San Francisco is going through what the UK went through over the winter. I think people are just going to, I think a lot of people are going to get it and uh, I've already had it. I don't want it again. So I'm still wearing my mask, of course, but um, you know, I don't know, maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be much less COVID, but if, if this is, okay, what I'm trying to say is, I think a lot of people are going to get it, and we're still wearing masks. So we should have high vaccination rates, high natural immunity rates, and high mask rates. So by the time you come here, it'll be much less scary you
2: know yeah hopefully it will one. improve uh, by that time right in december because you know uh i organize the spring IO but uh i can't enjoy it as i would like to right because i am no. there right and and i just uh, create the the event i would like to attend i'm there but i cannot fully enjoy it so spring one is my chance to oh. enjoy uh, such a great show right sit really back and relax yeah, uh, willing to to come to spring one uh, every year. So spring uh, is great. I really have a lot of fun. But then when I can uh, really be uh, uh, an attendee, yeah, as you right at the campus uh, as well, right? Um, uh, that's what uh, I want to uh, have right the spring one. So really looking forward to
1: know, it. You know why it's so good besides the community, right? Our our mutual friend Tasha Eisenberg. Plays a, key hat, plays a key role in running uh, Spring One. So, kudos uh, to her. I'd yeah, offer kudos, exactly. Yeah, oh. she's the best. Uh, you know, I would expect nothing less. But anyway, I'm sure she feels the same about you and Spring IO. Um, anyway, yeah, come December. I cannot wait to see you again. Uh, I will take you around. I don't think I'll be able to offer you nearly so good uh, food or weather uh, or drink, but uh, I will try. We'll, we'll, i'll try we'll make wow. it happen yeah man i appreciate you um look last time we did a podcast we talked about spring io and then it didn't happen so this time i waited until we got to spring io and then we did the podcast. Right. so this is like a wrap-up uh, and since it's a wrap-up can you tell us what were your three favorite like things about the last show that we just had a week ago less than a week ago
2: I would say uh, community, um, energy and, uh, I don't know, yeah, um, knowledge and good vibes. So That's, uh, it's, it's really hard to just say three words that, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I can, I can express what I felt those, uh, two days, right. Uh, I, I had also tears in my, in my eyes, right. That's yeah. like, Hey, I mean, finally. Right? tears in my eyes right after the event it's like oh geez i felt so so good after it right so seeing all these people right uh, uh being so happy telling you hey uh, we really enjoyed that we really needed that right so so that that need right and and energy right uh,
1: everything that,
2: that i mean i can express how, how i felt on those two days yeah, me too, man. And thank you all. Thank you all. And thank you, uh, right, uh, especially, right, uh, to make this happen and uh, uh, to bring so many good things to the conference.
1: Ah, uh, we all had so much fun. Thanks, my friend. Um, okay. Well, I, uh, I, I let's do it again. I, I guess we'll talk soon. We you'll, you'll be here in December. Yep, that's around the corner. Uh, but uh, thank you for the show. Thanks for being on. Thanks for the Spring I O, and thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, yeah
2: thanks to so you to to uh, so we'll see you all at spring one in December and also yeah. spring year, next year May right uh, do you um, know the dates check out the dates yeah it's um, uh, 25th and 26th of May right so oh. same week right oh, 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 oh. Uh, so we're, we're uh, gonna be waiting for you on the 10th edition
1: oh, I cannot wait all right my friend thank you very right. much
2: thank you
0: take care I sampled music from Steve Combs' Them from Morning in Springtime and Steve Combs' Small Victory, both of which are licensed under a Creative Commons license. I'm trying to hire production assistants to make the production of this podcast easier. I want to make sure that we can add things like show notes and transcripts and, and just generally do more. If you would like to advertise in the show then please reach out to me uh, and if you can't uh, or don't want to advertise but would like to otherwise support the show then please consider supporting me at patreon.com patreon.com forward/josh long for as low as four dollars a month. Thanks again. no harm came to any seasons
1: in the making of this podcast.